This podcast is brought to you by Wealthwave, the How Money Works company, improving the financial literacy of our communities so families can dream again. To learn more, visit wealthwave.com slash Austin Hogan. Hello, my name is Amy Torres, and I am founder and executive director of Paul's Place Support for Families. And today you are listening to our podcast entitled Embracing Adversity. We have a very special guest with us, Ms. Josephine Wilson, who was a former guest here with Paul's Place. So we're going to hear a little bit about her story, get to know her a little bit, and uh, what her experience was with with going through treatment and uh, with Paul's Place. So from there, thank you for coming in. Thank you for having me. Okay. So where where do you live at in Ohio? I live in Van Wert, Ohio. It's just over the Indiana line, but it's about... An hour, hour, 15 minutes okay. from Parkview. Okay, yes, that's definitely a, a long drive if you're going through anything at all. It yes. is. Okay. It is. It's good. Well, tell me a little bit about uh, what you were doing before you were not feeling well. Well, I had not been feeling well for a, a while. Okay. And I kind of put off going to the doctor until I qualified for Medicare. <laughs> okay. Because <laughs> I... I had a feeling it wasn't going to be simple. Okay. And sure enough, mm-hmm. it, it was, and it was breast cancer. And um, I had a lumpectomy. I had four rounds of, of chemo and 19 doses of radiation. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that that whole year is just kind of a yeah. write-off. Yeah, yeah. I remember the, the times you were here was... Uh, you, I think you were doing chemo in the morning and then radiation in the afternoon? Well, it was, I was bit. done with chemo and I was just, just having radiation. But chemo takes a long time to get over. And mm-hmm. they kind of, it's just kind of bam, bam, bam. And they just tell you where to be and what's going to happen to you. And you just show up and okay. <laughs> let them do whatever they're going to do. Right. And then you totter off home and try to recuperate. Sure, sure. So how long did you stay here in Paul's place then? We stayed a month. Okay, all right. And it was splendid. It was just splendid. Um, One of the really nice things was, one one of the worst things about going through cancer treatment is you don't feel like doing much, anything. And when I was at home, I would look around and see things that needed to be done. Yes. And that just caused stress. Yes. Yes. A lot of stress. So when we were here, it was wonderful because, you know, it was so peaceful. Mm -hmm. And if I needed to nap all afternoon, I could nap all afternoon and not feel guilty and not feel like there were things I needed to be doing. So it was was really a, a healing time for us, both of us. Sure, sure. And your husband, Chris, was here with you then? Yes, he was. Okay. He was my chauffeur, cheerleader, cook. Everything. Yes. Yes, yes. And that, that I'm sure, was was quite a a stint for him as well. Well, bless his heart, yes. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I don't think I was an easy patient. Mm -hmm. So So the month you stayed here then, um, did you do anything else as far as like get uh, talk with the massage therapist or did you do anything you just kind of no we went to radiation every morning came back here slept all afternoon got up the next morning and did it again oh wow okay so so yes the the two bedroom two bath apartment that we have here 
it's it's immaculate. We have cleaning companies that come in, and so there is really nothing for you to do. You know? It was wonderful. So, the worst thing I had to do was decide what we were having for dinner, and that was <laughs> sometimes that can be a chore. Well, oh, what a lovely chore! Right, 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 right. What a what a first world problem. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Well, good. So then you gotten through. You re- went through your chemo or your radiation. Went through radiation. Um, finished up radiation um, just almost a year ago. Okay. Eleven eleven months ago. Okay. And it's been a it's been a long recovery. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it takes a lot out of you, and it takes a long time to recover. And it's some days are good, and some days aren't good. But that's mm-hmm. just. That's just how it is. Right. Now, were you still receive, feeling any of the symptoms from the radiation after you went home? Um, well, apparently there's some residual things. I don't know if it was from chemo or the radiation or what, but um, I'm now on thyroid medic- medicine okay. and on antidepressants mm-hmm. and things. So it's... Yeah, I don't think your body ever 100% recovers, mm-hmm. but it's it beats the alternative. Sure, sure, yes, it does. So, um, so was there a point where you felt like you were somewhat back to normal? Oh, I'm hoping tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> and it's been almost a year later. Yeah, so. yeah, okay. it is. And every day is a little better. Okay. Every every day is a little better. It's um, as, as a matter of fact, back in May, I started feeling like I hadn't felt in a couple of years. Okay. I just started feeling optimistic and cheerful and stuff. And Chris, my husband, decided he was going to start working out. Mm. So he went off to the wellness center. Okay. And I gave a sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. And about that time, I heard the sirens. Oh, no. <laughs> and then the phone rang. And it was Chris who had tripped over a weight bench and shattered his elbow. Oh, no. So we have gone through surgery with him Mm -hmm. and rehab with him, Mm -hmm. and it's just been a long haul. And it just, the moral of that story is, is you can't let your guard down for a minute because that's just an invitation Mm -hmm. for the universe to lower the boom. Right, exactly. So, so that was, uh, so now going from him being the caregiver, now you're being the caregiver for him. Right. Because I'm sure there was a lot of things that he couldn't do on his own. Well, actually I parked him in assisted living for six weeks. Because <laughs> Probably needed that. <laughs> well, he needed, he needed 24-7 yeah. and I just right. couldn't do it. So right. anyway, and, it was that... <laughs> That worked very well. Right, right. Well, I'm sure there was also just the, the therapy and everything and mm-hmm. getting him, helping him, getting up and out of bed. That was something that you physically couldn't help with. At the True. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. True. Okay. And I feel not one iota of guilt. Not one <laughs> little bitty okay. bit of sure, guilt. Sure, sure, sure. Okay. Well, well, all right, good. So, so you are now going through this process where you're the caregiver for or, or helping him get back to the men mentally and and being there as a support system for him right right it's just um it's a partnership yes yes it is okay and that was what back in may you said that was the end of may okay so everything seems to be working okay and everything going okay for you chris good good yes good so what then um 
what could you say was the 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 biggest lesson I guess you could say is just not letting your guard down just not letting your guard down mm-hmm. and and just gratitude for what you have okay I mean I'm so grateful for so many things mm-hmm. and grateful for the care that I got mm-hmm. I'm so grateful for the care that Chris got mm-hmm. I'm so grateful that Paul's place was available sure. I'm so grateful that a new assisted living place opened up five blocks from where we live oh, wow. and yeah, it was good. lovely and Chris was the first person in his room so <laughs> good. and I'm and they took such good care of him and I just I have just been so grateful for so many things okay yeah yeah gratitude definitely helps keep everything in track as far as uh, a little bit of on the mental mental health side I know that's that's something that you know in this last year and a half mental health has been a big issue has been a big concern mm-hmm. for a lot of people and, and, and very much so um, and that's something that you went through you know just in your own with your with your um, diagnosis and then of course now with Chris's diagnosis or accident let's put it that way and then um, yeah the gratitude just really helps keep keep you sane sometimes too well you you have to I mean it's yeah. and I, I keep a list <laughs> yes okay and just in case <laughs> because it's real you know when when things happen it's real easy to start whining mm-hmm. and it's futile yeah okay so how are things now things are going well they're, they're going, going well knock on wood i'm not ever 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 gonna <laughs> say oh yeah they're going great right, never right. ever ever um they're going well chris is in his physical therapist is really really pleased his mm-hmm. surgeon's really really pleased um i had a mammogram back in april i'm clear and i feel better every day and you know one of these days we'll just look back on 20 and 21 and think Mm -hmm. something yeah yeah that was the blip year the the asterisk year well, we were, <laughs> we were laughing. Everybody thought 2020 was so bad. And then our 2021 came along and it was like, hold my beer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it seems like it's kind of going that way for me, too. Has it? Yeah. I'm so sorry. Yeah, no, things are, things are okay. They're kind of mellowing now. Just kind of learning to, to well, deal with Well, don't say that. Don't say that. Don't say that. I'm just learning to deal with everything and, and, and kind of going from there. But it's it's definitely been an, uh, an interesting year, a crazy year. And, but things are looking up, you know. Um, so just to catch you up a little bit on, on Paul's place, we actually, I'm not sure if you were here or not. I think you were, but we had purchased land. No, yes. I didn't know that. So we purchased land. We have, uh, it's in a residential neighborhood just east of Parkview and Dahlia in the VA Medical Hospital. So wonderful. Yes. Wonderful. So we are growing. We've actually had it for two years. We bought it in 2019. And in 2020, we were going to launch a capital campaign and go one on one with different corporations and philanthropic companies around the city to be able to tell them what we do and start this capital campaign. So needless to say, we had to push that off a year. (laughs) And um, we actually already have our approval through the city planning department. We have a builder and we have uh, design plans already in place. All we need is the funding. So so we're working on that currently as we speak and kind of going from there. So this house will have a communal kitchen, a communal living room, 
and three bedrooms. But within each of the bedrooms, it's a little bit different what we have here, they will have a kitchenette, a small sitting area, and then another door to the actual bedroom area with an in-suite bathroom. Nice. So kind of like an extended stay hotel Perfect. room within three of those in one house. So we'll have a three-car garage as well, so we'll be able to, you know, shuffle the cars around, um, you know, when families are going to and from treatment or going to and from the hospital. So we're, we're looking to have those all around the city or all around the hospital. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, so that's kind of what we're at right now. Um, we still have this apartment, of course. We just renewed the lease on this one. So we're, we're definitely looking to expand throughout the city and, and kind of keep going and kind of having that, you know, home away from home for our families. Well, it was such a godsend for us. Good, good, good. That's what I like to hear and hope that, knowing that you can relax and rest without feeling well, guilty. it was. I mean, we're 10 minutes from mm -hmm. the... And Chris is a, a saint. I mean, he really is. And he would have chauffeured me to and from Parkview every day from mm -hmm. Van Wert mm -hmm. without complaining. But this made it so much easier. So much easier on you, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Because going through those symptoms, I know when I was sick one time, I don't want to drive 10 minutes anywhere, you know, five minutes anywhere. So, no. yeah. Well, our favorite joke was when I was going through chemo, which was every three weeks. Mm -hmm. And just about the time you start feeling better, it's time for another round. Yes, of course. So the morning of chemo, Chris would say, well, how are you feeling? And I'd say, I feel okay. And he'd say, well, we'll take care of that in a couple of hours. <laughs> of course. <laughs> so it was... <laughs> yes, definitely have a great sense of humor, too. <laughs> Oh, well, so. you have to. You just yeah. have to. Yeah, just being any other way is just just gonna make things worse. I'm sure. So. Yes. Well, good. So, so what are you folks doing now then? Well, mostly we're just trying to heal. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for sure. Okay. Okay. Well, thank you so much for coming out today. Is there is there any specific um, uh, tidbit of information you want to share with anyone else? Anything else other than have an attitude of gratitude, um, keep a sense of humor. Well, it's like I kept telling myself, the, the first, right after diagnosis, everything is such a whirlwind. Mm -hmm. And it hit me one day that my only job was to sh show up mm -hmm. and try not to cry. Mm. And that has been my motto for, for everything. And it's worked pretty well. Okay, good. Just take it to the basics, just the very basics. Yeah, I mean, all you got to do is show up and let your medical team do their job. do do, do what they're work. supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. I appreciate your your um, candor and your willingness to come out and, and chat with me again. Well, Amy, anything anything I can do for you? Okay. Well, thank you, thank you, and I hope you have a safe trip back to Ohio. But we'll definitely keep in touch. If please do on social media, check us out. Our podcast will go out on YouTube as well as the regular podcast anchor platforms, so you get to check that out and check out some of our other stories. So you're our, actually our first former family. So I'm honored. You're honored. I need a moment. <laughs> no, you're not supposed to cry. <laughs> oh, that's right. right I just. Right. I showed up. That's okay, that's good. Good. Well, thank you so much, and, and we appreciate everything you've done for us at Wood Paul's Place and, and just the kind words that, that you've given well, me and the conversation. Well, there aren't enough kind words. It was just, ugh. Okay. who knew? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, thank you so much, okay? And thank you again for tuning in to our podcast, Embracing Adversity. 
Uh, in two weeks, we will share more stories of adversity uh, from some of our uh, supporters and donors and, and more former families. If you have any information or would like some more information about Paul's Place, you can always visit our website at www.paulsplace.org. If you're interested in learning more about our building project or want to donate, you can also find that information on the website as well. Thank you, and we'll hear from you in two weeks. In times of financial uncertainty, how can you stay on track? Call someone who's invested in your success. I'm Gwen Rupert, your Fort Wayne Edward Jones Financial Advisor. At Edward Jones, we believe in building a complete picture of your financial life, including your unique goals and passions, so we can help you work toward achieving what's most important to you. Call me at 260-625-3524 or visit edwardjones.com to get started today.